Welcome to the ANA Podcast, Sports Talk, with your hosts, Anthony Cortez and Alex Ashley. What's going on, everybody? This is the ANA Sports Podcast, episode 12. Woo! Let's go 12. Yay, sports! Let's yeah. talk some sports. sports Man, we got a great guest today. I'm looking straight at him, this handsome guy right here. He's an old friend of mine, class of 2002. But before we get to him, let's introduce our host. We got Anthony Cortez. What's going on, Anthony? How's it going, brother? Hey, it's going good, dude. I'm feeling good about today's show. I'm excited. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm Same fired here. up. I'm pumped up. I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm ready to sports talk words. some sports. <laughs> As always. Yeah. As always. Fired and my, up. my, uh, my other, <laughs> the other host on this uh, magic carpet ride is... Mr. Alex Ashley, what's going on, brother? What's going brother? on, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back, episode 12. Episode 12, your friendly neighborhood sports show. Oh, yeah. Sports yeah, podcast. Right. And, our, and our very special guest today. Yeah, brother. Go ahead and introduce The him. newly announced head football coach of the Burbank Bulldogs. Let's hear it. Mr. Philip Bodron. Appreciate that What's going on, dude? God, you look it's good. It's been good, man. It's been good. It's been a long time since I've seen you and hung out with you. I think the last time I hung out with you, we kissed. <laughs> <laughs> I think, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, memory. Uh, oh, jeez. Uh, good man. time. Trips down memory lane. Can man. I say that on here? Yeah, you can say whatever you, can. you want. There's say no whatever rules. you want, man. There's no rules, bro. <laughs> Zero rules, sir. Yeah. No I rules got, in the I recruiting got, I got one thing that's going to bring back some memories, and I'll get it in a little bit. I'm going to. I'm just going to talk kissing. I'm scared about what you got. No, oh, no, no. Geez. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I got. I got something that's going to bring back good memories for me and Phil. He's going to laugh. I guarantee it. Uh, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Congratulations, dude. That is. It's phenomenal that you were. Uh, you were hired as the head coach. Just to, you know, What's that like, man? What when when you got the call? Um, actually, when I got the phone call uh, initially. Uh, I became emotional because it was, uh, it, it had been a tough situation, you know, my career, I would say the past three years, um, you know, getting, getting fired and, and, you know, trying to land a job and it's just, that's how it is in our business. You know, if you're, if you're unsuccessful, you don't last, you know? Yeah. And right. if, if the guy that you're working for fails, his, his staff basically fails, you know? Right. So you know, it was just, it had been tough and I had faced some adversity in my, in my profession. And, uh, and I had for, for a minute there, I had decided, you know, not to coach, you know, I was just gonna, you know, do this real estate thing and see where it took me. Um, but you know, I got a call from a good friend of mine. Uh, we, we actually went to the same college, uh, up in Kansas, went to Bethel college and he was a defensive coordinator at Burbank. And, um, we had a conversation and, and he asked me if I was interested in the job. And I said, yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, I mean, I'll go see what you guys have, you know, or what you guys have to offer. And, and, uh, so I went on the interview and, and I ended up accepting the job, getting it. And, uh, and here I am today, you know, I just got named the head football coach end of May. And, uh, it's still, it's still mind blowing sometimes, you know, uh, Time doesn't exist anymore, so it's zero fun, <laughs> uh, which, you know, I like to have fun, but, uh, you know, there's a, my, my priorities have changed a bunch uh, in my professional life. 
um, when it comes to, you know, to coaching and, and to the game and to my students and, and my athletes and, uh, you know, the coaches that work under me, you know, they expect a plan and they expect organization and, and I have to provide that for them, you know. Um, yeah, right. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, but I've enjoyed it. You know, I really have. Um, I've had a pretty good support system from the community and my administration and, and teachers on, on staff at Burbank. So I think everybody's pretty excited about it. And, you know, definitely, I'm definitely excited about it. And, and, uh, and the staff that I hired is, is ready to go and, and, uh, looking forward to, a you know, to a really, really good year at Burbank. So. That's stuff, exciting, dude. Right stuff, Round of applause, Phil Badon. Phil Badon. Awesome. Again, well, we'll get back. You uh, Thank we'll, you. We'll get back to some more details on that yeah. in a little bit. What do we got right now, Anton? Let's see. Let's hear. It. What do we got? What's coming up? Well, first of all, welcome, Phil. Man, thank you so much yeah, for being appreciate here. It. I'm appreciate glad. You I'm guys. so glad that Rocco was able to get in touch with you and set this one up. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, we had Big Cat on before yeah, you. Yeah, Big Cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's special, though. He's special. He's a stud, dude. He's yeah, a, yeah. He really is. He's a stud. I don't know. Um, Phil was pretty special in high school too. There you yeah. go. Right, I got it. <laughs> yeah. Once, when we go, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. All right. If you join us for the first time, thanks so much for joining us. We are Anthony and Alex, um, and of course, are uh, joined by our producer and co-host Rocco. And uh, you've already heard Phil Baron. He's a native of San Antonio. You're a native of San Antonio, right? Correct. All right. South San graduate. Um, and yeah, welcome to back to your neighborhood friendly sports show or sports podcast. All right, guys. All righty. So before we get things going here, we uh, just real quick here, um, we introduced it on the last episode, but we have a wristband giveaway going on right now. So the way it works is go leave us a review on uh, or positive review on iTunes. Um, go leave, yeah, go leave us a positive review on iTunes. We'll read the names on the shows, and then once that is all done, set you send us in an email, your contact information, your address, and all that good stuff, and we will send you a wristband. Pictures are up on our on our socials right now, so you can go look at them. Um, and the email is double a sports show at gmail.com double spelled out one a sports show at gmail.com. So yeah, please go do it. It doesn't take a whole lot of time. And it's remember just, guys, we have very limited number of wristbands. So be one of the first ones to go and get it. Yeah. Alrighty. So before we get into everything here, we, um, uh, Phil, just bear with us here. We just want to go through a few highlights. Oh, Phil will chime in. Phil will chime in. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. Phil will chime in. in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to chime in on the You got Kawhi some stuff thing. to do. You're a Spurs fan. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're, absolutely. So the biggest news. You can't, you can't muzzle this line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the biggest news recently. <laughs> oh, jeez. I love this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, get to it. What do we got? Kawhi is gone. Yeah. Kawhi is later, gone. Kawhi is gone. The drama is over. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Oh, oh man. man, what are your thoughts, Phil? Give them to me. It's, a, to me. it's about time, you know. Yeah. Um, the Spurs aren't a traditional drama, you know, filled team and, and organization, right? Organization, you know, right. it's it's drama free and pop. You know, pop doesn't deal with it, and yeah, it was just been a long time coming, you know. Yep. And yeah. so him not showing up to to playoff games and not, you know, supporting his team along the way and. You know, we it was never you know specified as to what the real injury was or why he was sitting out for so long. But you know, if he didn't want to be here, I'm just glad that he's gone. Right. Yeah. Later, so that, yeah. that's kind of my take on it. But. Yeah, I think it's a, so real quick. I mean, real quick. I just an unfortunate situation. I'm glad the drama's finally over. Honestly, right. um, the only thing I don't like about the trade is that we had to get rid of Danny Green. But of course. <laughs> Why are you smiling? Why? Do not know. No, 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 Dude, no, no, no. I won't say. I won't no, say anything. No, 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 no. I won't say. I don't want to break your heart. Oh, Jesus. So I won't say anything. Oh, Jesus. This guy. Uh, 
Never I mind. love the Spurs. Love the Spurs. So do I. Never mind. But yeah. the thing about Spurs fans is we get really connected to the individual player as opposed to the organization. Correct. Danny Green. Everybody loves Danny Green. He did amazing things in the playoffs. He's been a great basketball player his entire career while he's been here. But at this point, he's a super streaky shooter, and his defense is kind of, although it's still amazing on the wing, is kind of starting to drop, in my opinion. So Yeah, I'm with you, dude. Thank you. So, so yeah, I'm with you. Giving him up, yeah. like, it's not the worst-case scenario for me because, again, we're getting a protected draft pick in the first round. We got DeMar Rosen, who's scoring uh, 25 points as opposed yeah. to Danny Green's seven. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I'm not, like, super upset by the trade. And, you know, I think it probably freed up a lot of cap space for a lot of other guys. But the biggest thing is I'm glad we got the big guy. Um, yeah, seven-footer. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's one of the things we were struggling with, especially when we were playing Golden State. All they did was feed the ball into their big centers and just post it up because – Gasol's too soft in the paint, and Aldridge yeah. isn't a true center. Well, well the, the the center that played uh, for Golden State, well, who, who was it? Golden uh, State, their big guy. Oh, uh, uh, Zaza? JaVel. No. Oh, no, yeah. JaVel McGee? McGee. Yeah, McGee. He yeah, didn't even right. play the next two rounds. Yeah, no. he didn't. Yeah. He didn't even play. Well, at he all. had a little bit of an impact, but uh, it wasn't. But it was, a, it was a matchup deal right, with yeah. the Spurs exactly. that, yeah. that kind of killed him. But yeah. So yeah. I think we made a better move to help us in the West. And again, I'm really glad that Kawhi went to the East and then went yeah. as far away from home as possible. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised it took that long. But because I, I was, I mean, when rumors came out that he wanted to trade, I was. I mean, I forgot what what week it was, but it was um, it was before LeBron made the announcement. But I was just I was expecting a trade to happen like, in, immediately. like immediately, right. and I'm surprised it took this long. And was, it a year, time, was it a one year deal? Yeah, no, it's going to be a one year deal. One year, deal? one year deal. Yeah, he's a one and done. Oh yeah, and that's why everybody uh, didn't want him right away. Yeah, because he's going to be a, he's going to be a free agent exactly. right. next summer. Right. And so they're like, well, he's basically being rented. Right. So right. Well, then they somebody said that he may sit out. There was a rumor that he may sit out one year. Which my other thought was is I I would I would be more surprised if he actually left Toronto after if he if he does play I imagine that he'll probably stay because Toronto has an amazing fan base. Yeah. And they have a great arena. They're in a really weak conference right now. Like they're basically guaranteed a final or a, a conference final spot at this point. Yeah. And if Kawhi really wants to win. Why wouldn't you stay there? I'm yeah. still surprised LeBron went to the West. Yeah. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. Moving on. Right. Say la vie. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Whatever, whatever that means. Goodbye. Yeah. Later. Yeah, right? Later. So. Goodbye. Yeah. I'm just kind of <laughs> ticked off that he sat out all year. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't yeah. hurt. Eight games, dude. Yeah. yeah. And then like Nine. Tony Parker called him out and said, Isn't my injury, I had surgery. Ten times worse. It's a career ending injury. You know, he had the Achilles tendon deal. Yeah. And here and, I am. And he's back, you yeah. know. Yeah. Week in and week out, or day, night in and night out, trying to play, and, yeah. and Kawhi yeah. is sitting there making millions, doing nothing. I, I just, yeah, yeah. I'm glad he's gone. Yeah, anyway. that's done. It is what it is. Kawhi's, yeah. Um, like gone. I said, it's just an unfortunate situation. We had to get. Never mind. Never mind. I'm not gonna. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Who knows? The price Whatever. had to be right. And unfortunately, Danny fell in that price. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> Danny looking out on the plane ride, like, ma'am, I just I hate you. <laughs> 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 All right, and another news. So the All Star Game was, um, as we're recording, it was last week. Uh, yeah, a couple days ago. Yeah, a couple days ago. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to go over real quick. Al won. Yes, they did. Bregman. Oh, we weren't surprised by that. Didn't no, we, we call weren't. Al winning? Huh? Didn't we call Al I think winning? So. Yeah, I think what? so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bregman and uh, Springer went back to back in yep. extras, and yep. they treated the Dodgers just like they did in the World Series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Uh, one thing I, I mean, two things I want to bring up real quick. So the All Star Game. Phil, you watch baseball. You were just talking, right. before, yeah, before we started recording, you were talking about Astros. Right. Um, so uh, we actually said that um, 
So we were wrong. It's an exhibition now. So before, previously, it had meant like whoever won has home field advantage for the World Series. That's not a, that's not applicable anymore. Okay. So it's just an exhibition game. So right. what Fox did was um, they introduced like interviewing and miking up guys on the field just to bring more personality right. to right. the game. Um, and two two points that I want to make so is um, right as the game was starting. I don't know if you did you watch the game at all. I did. I yeah. did. I didn't see the beginning of it. Oh, okay. I, I caught okay. the middle towards the, t- t- the end of it, but I didn't. The be- beginning, I didn't get to watch the very beginning of it. Okay. I didn't see so, it. Um, as the, so, what Fox did was just add some personality, like I said. They, um, they interviewed uh, the, two, the two leadoff hitters for each team. Okay. Like, okay, so what they were doing was these guys were on the on-deck circle, in the on-deck circle, and... Uh, Joe Buck and uh, John Smoltz uh, made it clear. It was John Smoltz, right? I think so. Yeah, made it clear <laughs> that Buck. you know, okay, this is yeah, right. we're gonna you know try to add some fun to it. Add you know a little personality. Um, so what they did was interview the guys as they were literally walking up to the plate. Oh, okay. And yeah. I was like, that I wasn't a fan of. I just yeah, just, I don't just, like it. Yeah, that's, yeah. Kind of, that's kind of hokey. It's kind yeah. of just like did uh, did Joe Buck say, look at all that thick. <laughs> <laughs> and girth. Ooh, girth. Welcome. Did he say that? No, Probably. he didn't say that. Are you sure? Oh, man. I thought I heard that somewhere. In there. Pretty positive. I think yeah, he just dude. forgot to hit the button and then it like came out. You know what I'm saying? Accidentally Maybe. said it. And he then... said it during the Super Bowl. Maybe. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of a weird catch. Look at all that but thickness. Look at all that girth. And yeah. girth. So Take wide. it easy, Joe Buck. Yeah, <laughs> man. You remember that one? I don't. Yeah, I, don't. I, I listen carefully. I listen. I carefully. listen carefully. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, look anyway, at what your garage yeah. looks like. Yeah. It's a beat laboratory. It is a beat laboratory. laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I wasn't a fan of that. But what they did in the field was they had guys mic'd up. So they had, they had mic'd up Mike Trout. Uh, I think it was Charlie Blackman. The goat. Um, who else? Francisco Lindor. Yeah. And um, one uh, other cat. Bryce Harper. Remember. There you go. All in the field. So as they're like in the field and the game's going on, they have them mic'd up and they're interviewing them. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I like that, you know, yeah. especially in, in, you know, me on the coaching side, you know, like um, th- those shirts and that famous, the quote that uh, Pop was was famous for when he said, I want to see some nasty. Yeah. Yeah. So when they go into the, the huddles during breaks or, or timeouts and the coaches mic'd up, you know, on, from me, for me, it's it's uh, educational, if you will, you know, yeah. to kind of. Yeah. See what they're saying and how they're they're interacting with professional athletes. Takes you, you inside know. their world. Right. right. You know, yeah. so things like that I really do enjoy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, from the coaching part. Yeah. But you know, I do I do enjoy yeah. the guys being mic'd up just to kind of see how they are. Yeah. But a lot of times I wonder if, if that's really their personality. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because yeah. since they are mic'd up, if they kind of they show to, out a little yeah. bit or that's what I was because yeah. even then, like if something happens and you're not paying attention because you're answering something or you're yeah. thinking about something, like and all of a sudden, you drop a fly. Like now, you know, three yeah. run score, and you're the guy who. But just it's an exhibition that. game, so you don't expect them to do that in the regular season or the World Series. Yeah, but these guys are so competitive. Like, yeah, that's true. I you don't want to lose ever. I get mad losing up, at Wii Tennis. I know you're trying to say something. I'm sure their personalities come out because they forget they're mic'd up. I guarantee they forget they're mic'd up. I forgot I'm mic'd up right now. Yeah, but Rocco, this is you. <laughs> yeah, true, dude. I know you. We've met. <laughs> <laughs> we have met, my friend. This is you 100% of the time. Yeah, okay. So if right. you were mic'd up, <laughs> I'll be I would train. be like, duh. Yeah. Like, that's how Rocco is, you know? Right. You've met Rocco. Welcome to my world. Yeah. 
soak it all but in. But Bryce Hopper's <laughs> also still trying to put on a show, too. He was, yeah. He's like, he's yeah. trying to up yeah. his draft stock right now. Because it is, is still not good. Yeah. That home run derby helped. The home run derby. Did, did you, you see that? Yeah. 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 Well, so, well, Nine home runs in a minute? Whoa. Dude. Yeah, it's nuts. And there was a big scandal of going, not a big scandal, but there was rumor. There, people were saying, um, so when they hit the home runs, they have to wait. The, they have to wait till the ball lands. They just have to wait till the ball, like, you know, lands, and then the guy is allowed to throw the next pitch. They weren't really doing that last round when Bryce was going, so they were like... Well, to be to be honest with you, um, did you see Bryce's dad? Well, Bryce's dad pitches two He's games. a oh, yeah. Hulk, dude. dude oh, my God. A, he's a but he was a horrible pitcher. <laughs> he was, dude. He yeah. was, a, yeah, uh, he was true, horrible. Yeah, he, wasn't, true. He, he, wasn't, couldn't, he wasn't throwing strikes. He wasn't no. doing a very good and job. And so Bryce, at, at the beginning, I don't know if like it was halfway through or a minute into it, the, the commentator was like, he's way behind. Yeah. Because he had to be at a certain number yeah. at a certain time, right. and he was way behind. And the dad couldn't throw a strike to save his life. Yeah. You know, so I was kind of like, dude. It was pretty tough, yeah. What are you doing? Right. Yeah. Somebody in to throw BP to Jesus. Yeah, Coach Y. Where's Coach Y Where's when Coach you need him? You know what I'm saying? Get Coach the big y. cat in there. Yeah. Coach Y, shout out. We love you. There you go. If he's listening. So, you know, that was my deal, you know, uh, and I was getting frustrated with Bryce's dad because yeah. I wanted Bryce to win it. You know, I'm a Bryce yeah. Harper fan. Yeah, I of think, course. Yeah, you right. know, is he a little bit of a hothead? Yeah, probably, but... He's, he's passionate. He but, loves the yeah, game. you know, because that's kind of how I am. You know, I'll lose my mind with certain things if, you know, when you're competing or whatnot. And, right. and that's Bryce Harper, so you can't fault him for being, you know, super competitive, but... Yeah. Uh, you know, his dad was frustrating me because he didn't throw a freaking strike. Yeah, right. You know, so I'm like, yeah, he was making Dude. it pretty tough on him. He but was... then he comes back with a minute left and just hits nine bombs. And, I, you know, I really didn't pay attention to that. Yeah. You know, whether it was landing and I just know it was just boom, boom, Well, I mean, boom. they had to, though. Like, people noticed, obviously, after the fact. But, and I'm sure people noticed, like, during. But they had to. It's not like, they, you know, they knew they were on a time crunch. So it's like, what else do you expect them to do? You know? Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'd have done the same thing. Yeah, yeah. so like, it's like. If the if the ump because they have an ump behind the ump, behind the uh, catcher right, right. telling them okay go okay go okay go so if they're not paying attention to him one hundred percent of the time and the ump's not the ump's not going to interfere as you're hitting BP you yeah. know it's yeah, like, yeah 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 so it's like what else do you expect but yeah. whammy it was it was fun I enjoyed watching yeah. uh, Bryce put on a show Bryce yeah, put on a show it was cool because he was at home. You yeah. know, so he was what like the third person to do it, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, so I mean, it was good for him, good for the yeah. Nationals fans and stuff. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, all right, a couple more highlights. Manny uh, to L.A. Manny Machado. Manny Machado to L.A. I Dude, think that, was... that sets up a uh, repeat of the World Series again. Yeah, pretty easy. That I mean, was... they pretty much filled their biggest hole. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, Phil? Stros win it again. Yeah, dude, my, uh, Altuve and and Correa and Springer and I mean they're just something. They're a really good baseball else. team. Like that team and the pitching staff. Y- yeah, and the pitching staff. Yeah, isn't Dustin it? Verlander's. You know, I it's mean, not fair. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, his name is what's his name? Is it Justin? Yeah, Justin, Justin, Justin Verlander. Verlander. Justin yeah. Verlander. The dude that married Kate, dude, Kate Upton. Kate Upton. Kate Upton. It's over. Yeah, dude. Dude that yeah. broke that broke my big heart cat's heart. Did it. <laughs> I think he broke all of our hearts. Really, as guys but everywhere, the, yeah, the, just like, I mean, I'm, I'll, I mean, I'm a Texas t- guy, so you know, I'm, I'll take the Astros. But yeah. Manny no Machado is going to be big. No, I'm not a big Rangers guy. I'm, nah. I just no, I've just never been. It's because they're terrible. I hate the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> and and same. And so they're they're right next. You to You hate each the Dallas other. Cowboys? Oh, absolutely. They're oh, awful. Dude, thank you. Oh, they same. are thank awful. You. Like how we're all on board for that. <laughs> just for the record, they're awful. Jerry Jones doesn't own the Cowboys. No. The Green Bay Packers do. Yep. 
Just so everybody knows that. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. A.A. Ron <laughs> and the Green Bay Packers own the Dallas Cowboys. That's awesome. Oh, God. Man. Oh, Alex, what do you got over How about uh, that? Now I get rope. it. Two now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you got to give me a minute to catch up there, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Phil's a Green Bay Packer fan. He is, yeah. Uh, so that's why. With, heart. with yeah, um, That's why he's saying the Green Bay Packers you're the, you're own the, the Cowboys. Y'all's other buddies, Green Bay fan. I don't know his name. Orlando Ponce. Orlando Ponce. Orlando Ponce. Ponce. Thank Orlando you. Ponce de Leon. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Orlando. Shout out Orlando. We love you, dude. Third string quarterback. <laughs> no, he started. No, he was a third string. No, he started. No, he didn't. I remember seeing games he started. In your dreams. I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to bat for him, and we'll look it up. He we'll, we'll look at. He started against Southwest and ruined our lives. <laughs> <laughs> he did do that. Let's throw that out there. I hope he's listening to this. I oh, hope God. so, too. We'll have to tag him in a I hope all the football players are listening to this, so they'll, they can attest right. to him ruining our lives in our <laughs> district championship. It was right there. <laughs> Just give number eight the ball. No, he throws the backside post, which is don't how, ever do. How much, <laughs> how much you want, bag? Throw football over the mountains over there. Oh, yeah. I throw football half mile, quarter mile. <laughs> they would have put me in. We won a state. state championship. Not a doubt in my mind. <laughs> Alex, what's up, dude? All right, guys, a couple more highlights. Uh, we Fat have a Lord. winner for the Open. Um, Molinari looks like he goes under eight uh, to take it for his first major. McElroy ties for second. Uh, Woods tied for six, had a good showing, went five under. And Spieth, uh, UT grad, went four under. And then two things out of the soccer world as these two guys are dying over here. Uh, big U.S. superstar Christian Pulisic scores twice for Borussia Dortmund against uh, looks like Liverpool and the International Champions Cup. And then last but not least, something I find pretty interesting, uh, a friendly between uh, Manchester United and the San Jose Earthquakes. And, you know, San Jose is a terrible team. Uh, ended up in a draw t- uh, 0-0, so that's kind of a big thing for... Um, and, I mean, both teams had a lot of their starters coming out, so that's kind okay. of big for uh, for a U.S. team coming out and actually putting up to a... Say, uh, did Manchester United have their scrubs in? Were the, were the no, starters all sick? Good, I were mean, there's a lot of subs, because it's a friendly. You can have, like, what, six subs or something like that? Did they have the janitor out there? Uh, maybe, man. Jeez. I think they had, like, the ball boy. Yeah, uh, the maintenance crew. crew. The grounds crew. Yeah. The grounds, the grounds yeah. crew was out there. So, Richard Mendes. Hey, did you watch the World Cup? Yes, I did watch the World Cup. <laughs> Man Crush Mondays is is Cristiano for me. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I've made it. How about that hair, yeah. bro? How about that hair? Yeah, he, he's amazing, dude. Jeez. Man he's Crush Monday. Player. Cristiano. He's got the jawline of Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Ron- I did watch it. My Ronald- son. Ronaldo my- shout out. Bro. Yes. Ronaldo, if you're listening. <laughs> we love you. Your son. So my son is a big soccer guy. Yeah. You know, he loves soccer. What's he loves his name? Cameron. Cameron. My son's Shout name's out Cameron. Cameron. Uh, but he's he's all about soccer and, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. So he's. That's pretty great. We watched, you know. And it was bad because every game was like at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So it's yeah, summertime. Right? We're yeah. like, let's sleep. Yeah. No. But no. You know nah. what I mean? Mexico plays at 9. We're going to get up and watch the Mexicans, you know. Yeah. Right. Dad, make some werewolves rancheros, Dad, because we're watching Mexico. And that's exactly <laughs> how he says it because he's half white. Exactly. <laughs> so he's like chorizo and chorizo egg. Chorizo and egg. Chorizo and yeah. egg. I got a question for you. Is it came up, how you it came up, It came up no. last podcast. How do you say or, that then? Chorizo? Chorizo, dude. Chorizo. Yeah, okay. I don't Whatever. Whatever way. <laughs> anyway, I know. S- SPF. I was like, I thought that was right. And y'all said it right both times. <laughs> it's not. SPF it's 2 a way mi- to say it. Yeah, SPF 2 million. SPF 2 million. How you living? <laughs> yeah. Yo, I got a question, Phil. Shoot. Oh, uh, why is youth soccer in America so big, but 
it drops off when we get to, to the pro level. Like, you know, we don't, we, don't, we don't buy season tickets to go buy, you know, we don't buy season tickets to go see Major League Soccer. I did. We buy, <laughs> we, buy fo- we buy football tickets. We buy basketball you love tickets. Soccer. I do. We baseball. buy baseball. Baseball. We we drive to Houston or Arlington to go to watch go the watch Rangers or the. Yeah. Uh, right. We yeah. won't go see the San Antonio Football Club. Right. Yeah. Why? Down, down why, the why do you think that is? <clears throat> um, I think that soccer in in the states is growing, so we're not there yet. You know, it's the world sport, and a lot of people forget that. Yeah, yeah. Because you billions, know, the, billions form? of people watch. Yeah. Right. So everywhere else, and and you guys watch the World Cup. Yeah. Some of the countries are like losing their minds over yep. wins or losses. You know, dude, Iceland, Iceland had part time players. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it is everywhere else except for the United States. It's not where it needs to be, or it's right. not as big as it is everywhere else. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think that eventually it'll get there. You know, like the U.S. team didn't even make the World Cup this year. No. You know, so that doesn't help the growth or expansion of, you know, soccer being big in the United States. Um, And I couldn't believe that. Right. What? So that's kind of where I think, you know, and a lot of people were supporting Mexico. Well, Mexico's, you know, right Right, under us. Right there. Might as well. You know, might as well support Mexico. Um, You know, Texas is. Damn near Mexico, yeah, in absolutely. my opinion. You know, so, we were for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like actually, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, like literally. Yeah, you know, and that's why somebody the other day, you know, one of my buddies, I was like, "Hey, today's Fourth of July." He was like, "I don't celebrate Fourth of July." Well, he's from Mexico. You know, what I'm saying I was yeah. like, "My bad, dude." You know, <laughs> I apologize. I'll let you up in May. <laughs> yeah, you know, I apologize, but uh, I think that's that's where it's at right now. But it is growing. It Believe is. it or not, I was the head soccer coach at Madison High School for two years. Were you really? Nice. Yeah, I was. Whoa! Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was the head soccer coach. Never played it. You know, I didn't have much experience in it at all, uh, playing or coaching. But that gives me hope. God, and that kind of tells you where we <laughs> are soccer wise. Yeah. They get right. a they get a head coach that's get never played the job game in Northeast, which is one of the best uh, yeah. districts in the state. Yeah, not only in the area but in the state of Texas. Yeah. You know, Northeast Independent School District soccer teams they compete for the state championship oh, yeah. or you know state right. semifinals every year. And you, um, you always have a really good basketball team. I'm a I'm a Conan grad, so I really don't like. That. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's um, it was it was different for me. But I got to learn the ins and outs of it, and I had to kind of teach myself, you know, the history or whatever's behind the sport to understand it and to, you know, see what the significance was it was for my students, my athletes, you know. Yeah. But it's growing. But it's not where it needs to be or the way it is like in Europe or Brazil or, you know, those other countries where it's nuts. Even Mexico, it's crazy. Yeah, it's know, a lot better it, than here. Yeah. yeah, in the U.S., it's it's. Well, two of the big things too is <clears throat> so with all the a lot of the other countries, there's usually like one person who kind of heads the football like development for that country, which the U.S. just now got. I think they made it like right before the World Cup started. We created a position within the organization that is now a general manager, essentially, and oh, okay. he is supposed to now lead the development um, of youth in the United States to get better. In which we are getting better. Whenever right before the World Cup started, we had three couple of friendlies, and we. I think the average age of the player was like 22 or something like that. And we went out and we showed out pretty well. But the other big thing that other countries have that we don't is here in the U.S., all of our sports run through high school, college, and then professional. Yeah. Everywhere else goes through clubs. We don't really have that as much here because a lot of people have to pay for it. We don't always want to pay for it. And so I think that's also kind of hindering how we develop because these kids go through college and they don't necessarily get picked up. But if all of these guys were in some kind of club, which you could have it, you know, 
tons more clubs. And then all these guys are international. You know what I'm saying? You play one right. year at college, then you go away. And yeah, you play right. in, you know, Europe. or Because that's what Pulisic did. He's been playing for Borussia Dortmund, one of the best uh, Bundesliga teams. And he's just developed like crazy. Yeah. We have another guy who plays for uh, PSG, the same team as uh, Neymar okay. out in France. And he's it's getting to the point where he can actually talk to the coach about getting more playing time. Like, he's oh, developed... Wow so well at the age of like 21 22 overseas that he can start for a team like that so i think one of the things that we need here is better club teams yeah that these guys can get picked up from very cool well like cristiano and just to touch on this a little bit yeah go ahead so cristiano is from portugal obviously Mm -hmm. yeah so he was removed from his family when he was like 10 or 11 if Mm -hmm. i'm not mistaken was he really yeah yes as a young guy young Young, very young and he was sent to an academy that was like a it was a soccer academy and that's where he did his training that's where he went to school so that's all he did from age 10 or 11 years old until now yeah he was he was removed from it was a decision his family had to make and let him go you know, basically just with strangers and say, this Go is my soccer. son's dream. Yeah. Go and, and see if you can fulfill that dream, you know? Um, wow. But yeah, so it was, it's different. It's different in yeah. other countries where yeah. in the United States, we ain't doing that. No, you that's know? not happening. No. no. You can go, go to, to high school. You can go to football camp for three weeks during the summer, yeah. but you're coming right back. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that's another thing that they, they have those academies and, and schools where they, and they give them, you know, room and board and mm-hmm. they live there. And th- Cristiano didn't see his family for years. That's, Dude, wow. talk about rolling the dice. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Because what if you come out terrible? Right. Because you're <laughs> 10 years old. They're like, okay, he looks pretty good. I'll take a chance on him. Right. How many of those kids... Yeah, fail and go back. Few and far between. You don't no, find those with kids. no right. life skills. Yeah. yeah, you don't find those kids. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Phil. So, what do you think about? Um, so the so the U.S. got the got the bid for the twenty twenty six. Am I right? Twenty twenty. Uh, to yeah, twenty twenty six. Twenty twenty six right. bid. They World got Cups the, coming. Well, it's going to be all over. So, from yeah. what I understand, it's going to be like in Seattle. Oh yeah. In L.A. Yeah. In also Dallas, Canada and Mexico Canada as well. Mex- yeah. yeah. So it's going to be all over. You yeah. Know? It it would be cool to go check out. I oh mean, yeah. That experience oh, yeah. would be yeah. awesome. Oh god, yeah. yeah. So I heard you know? that. Well, uh, we previously talked about it on a, on a previous episode, but I heard that the group the group stages are going to be played all over. They're going to be played in Mexico and Canada too. Right. And then um, the round of sixteen or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. Then they're going to be narrowed down to a few cities, and then the championship game, the final game, is going to be played at MetLife in New York. So that's a good venue for it, though. Yeah, it yeah. it'll yeah. be able to hold because that's where yeah. we play a lot of our exhibition games when big clubs come overseas. Yeah, they'll, they'll come to MetLife a lot. Yeah. So. And U.S. supposedly automatically gets an automatic bid. Well, so, okay, I got you. Yeah, you think that that's going to be a good deal? Yeah. Uh, it's it's yeah, that's going to help a bunch. <laughs> Just the recognition in, in you know in the United States that soccer's coming to the United States, and you know I'm, I yeah. think it, it'll be a good deal for. For the U.S., I don't know. It'll Hopefully, help it continues. But, yeah, uh, if it, it you know it continues and grows, but um, I think it's going to be a good deal. I'm excited. Here's the only awesome. problem, though: the U.S. is pretty complacent a lot of times. If yeah. we think we're going to win, we don't try all that hard. So if we're already in, I'm worried. Oh man, how I, well we'll do. Once I'm honestly not expecting us to win it, but I think well, it's no, really, I think it's really cool that we're hosting it. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. All right. And we get to actually watch it at reasonable hours. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can actually be off of work and not yeah. get in trouble for being on my phone every eight seconds. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, so, so the real reason we are here, Phil, thanks again, man. It's oh, awesome. I appreciate it's you guys. Yeah, it's been, it's been an honor. I appreciate you guys inviting Absolutely, me. Yeah. Rockstar, thank you. Hey, no problem, dude. There you so, go. Thanks um, for coming. Yeah. So you're a South Sand graduate. We, we have, I mean, I, I, I did some research on you, but I couldn't find much, honestly. 
Um, so I know you graduated from South Sand. You played football there. And then you played at um, Bethel College in North Newton, Kansas. Correct. Played arena football as well. You Correct. Who'd you play for? Uh, they were the Wichita Aviators back at, back then. They're the Wichita Wild now, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was an arena two team. So okay. it was, you know, like a, like a baseball has their minor leagues or right. whatnot. So yeah. it, was, uh, it was the step below the big time arena one that it. was on national television. Right, so right, it, was, right. it was a step below it, but nonetheless, it was, was like, cool. It was a great time. Yeah. yeah. Impressive. They, nonetheless. Yeah, and they yeah. signed me right, right out of well, my senior year. They signed nice. me my senior year. So, oh. Um, oh, shit. yeah, so it was cool. Yeah. Um, it was a blast and a half and it was, in, they were out of Wichita, Kansas. So, and we traveled, you know, to Nebraska, to Iowa, right. uh, Oklahoma, you know, here and there, but, uh, yeah. but it was, it was a good time. It was nice. a good time. So, nice. yeah. So, um, I wanted to ask real quick. I mean, you played at South Sand, and we had talked with Hector about, you know, playing, playing baseball at O'Connor, not O'Connor, South Sand. This is a pretty big deal. But same with football at South Sand. I mean, playing high school football in general in Texas is a huge deal. So, I mean, you know, talk a little about your experience at South Sand, some memories. and Yeah, so... <clears throat> Some people, so a, some people change schools. Right. And that's what I'm going to talk about, Rockstar. <laughs> right. I want right. to talk about this dude's first day of school. We will. <laughs> we will. So, so I didn't – okay, I graduated from South Sand. Okay. What a lot of people don't know is that I went to West Campus for two and a half years oh. prior to me going to South Sand. So I got to South Sand in the middle of my junior year. West Campus, rest in peace. Correct. Right. So yeah, West Campus isn't here anymore. It's not. It's yeah. not it does not exist. Alex, just so you know, West Campus is a, was a sister school. Of, it's basically a sister school of South Sand. It doesn't Cor- exist yes. anymore. Like just because of population or low enrollment. Well, there was a flood back in like 2008, I believe. No, and it no. flooded the school. Oh, wait, oh. Okay. I didn't. And they ended up having to shut it down because the price to rebuild it and get it up and running again right. was going to cost the school district you know millions of, of dollars right. yeah. okay. so they just closed it down shipped everybody over to south sand and now west campus is the uh administrative office for, oh, for south like sand it. isd okay. oh, wow. and so we call it the taj mahal because it's they said that they couldn't rebuild it as a school but they rebuilt it <laughs> it's pretty amazing they got around to rebuilding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they, so, but it is, it's really nice. Uh, nice. The administrative office there at, at uh, South Sand Independent School District. Um, okay. So but, first day uh, of school. Let's hear it. Yeah, I was like, what happened <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so back to it. Um, yeah. I was at West Campus for two and a half years. I transferred to South Sand. Mind you, West Campus was a little bit. Um, they were smaller. Oh, obviously. Yeah, they were smaller, 3A school. So we had about 750 students. South Sand at the time had like 22 or 2,300 students. Um, So just that alone was a shock for me, you know, Um, you know, population wise. But so West Campus was a little bit of Yuppieville, USA, (laughs) if you will. (laughs) Believe it or not, um, it was just different. You know, the students were different. It wasn't cool at West Campus to to drink and to do drugs and to, you know, it just wasn't, it was, it was really frowned upon, you know, amongst your peers. If you did that stuff or you were involved in that stuff, it was kind of like, you know, people looked at you like you weren't 
probably the way it should be. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. It was the way it should be, you know? And um, so when I get to South San, you know, I make the move. My head football coach at West Campus got fired. Jimmy Ramos gets promoted to Lee. South San's getting a new head football coach. West Campus getting a new head football coach. So I was like, even playing field. Oh, I was the quarterback at West Campus. So I was like, sweet, you know, let me go make this change and see how, you know, maybe I can uh, get some more um, recognition, recognition, right? Uh, being at a 5A school as opposed to 3A school. And so I make the move, <clears throat> new head football coach, and, uh, and it was night and day. Culture shock. Right. Oh, I bet. So yeah. I wore slacks and dress shoes and nice Long sleeve shirts, button up shirts, right. button up shirts. That's where everybody was like, and that's just the way West Campus was. Like we right. dressed nice to school. Um, Look at this. We thought right we were, in, you know, <laughs> in Hollywood. I don't know what it hey, was. Okay, you think you're better than me? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> but so I get to South Sand, I'm and sure the you... first day I'm dressed to impress, you know, right? Because that's just how I was. Yeah. That's how everybody was at West I had Campus. A, I had a guy at O'Connor that I that I didn't know, but I had a class with him that was like that. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. I get to South San, and it was like everybody rolled out of bed almost. Oh, yeah. You know? I, I mean, it. they had flip-flops on, and they had, like, Hawaiian shorts and and necklaces with shells on them. <laughs> and their hair was, like, spiked every which way and dyed, and it was like... <laughs> this <What>? is <laughs> whoa. Yeah, yeah right. I was kind of like, wow, this is a little different. It was cool. I, I liked it, you know, because you came around. Yeah. So then I, you so came my, around? My, at the time, my grandmother, I was living with my grandmother. And so I get home that day and I'm like, hey, grandma, uh, we need to go to the store. I need, yeah, <laughs> I was like, I, I got to go buy some clothes because I can't, I don't fit in like this. And so she's like, well, mijo, I mean, typical Mexican grandma, you know, yeah. well, mijo, you know, we can go to JCPenney or, you know, whatever. Right. And uh, I think Mervyn's may have even been open at the time. <laughs> yeah, it was still there. Mervyn's. It was still there. Yeah. And so we go and she buys me like cargo shorts and nice. T-shirts. T-shirts. And I bought a necklace, a shell necklace. <laughs> I bet you still got it. I bought some Tommy sandals that I wore. They were awesome. Boom. And, you know, I just had to fit in. So the next yeah. day I was like, all right, cool. Well, the first day I'm kind of looking around like, well, okay, that, that's kind of cool. That's not, you know. What are the jocks wearing? Yeah, you know. And, right, and so right, I, right. I ended up buying the stuff to fit in and I had to go buy some new tennis shoes and, yeah. you know. But it was, it was dress shoes and nice shirts and slacks at West Campus. So it was a little different. I did the same <clears> thing one time. Like my like everyone and their fucking mom wore an Echo something or other. Just Echo T-shirts, Echo Unlimited, everything. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna. I want one of those. <laughs> so my grandma took me to the Echo outlet in San Marcos, and I bought my first Echo shirt. Yeah, and the next did? day, somebody awesome. took it from me. No <laughs> way. I'm not even kidding. They're like. Jerks. I can take that off, bro. You look ridiculous. I was like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Because <laughs> like, I didn't know any better. I was just like, what do you want? I don't know. And so I put on my athletic gear, and then I wore my athletic gear for the rest of the day. <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to fit in. I want an Echo t-shirt. Yeah, luckily, like you missed out at uh, you know freshman, sophomore year at South San. Because those two years for me were like, ugh, man. You know, because that's where... Uh, the gangsters, the thugs, the right. troublemakers, that's where they started getting weeded out. You know, they were getting expelled or arrested or, right, right. or dying, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's true. It's true. Yeah. So, yeah, when, when, when I got to junior year, it was finally like, ah, oh, man. And that, that's when you and I met. Right. <laughs> that's what changed our lives. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. 
No, but from the so from the athletics part of it, yeah. Um, you know, obviously there was more for the coaches to choose from. There was more, you know, athletes in the in the school. So you, I had to like really fight and try to show myself. This is how for to, to earn a position. This is yeah. how much it changed our life, right here. What is this right here? Let's see what that is. Ross Henry reunion, best couple. Yeah, how about that, Rocco? Read it. What does that it is say? amazing. What does it say? It says re- reunion, best couple. Who? Michelle and Shelly. No. Ross, Henry, and Philip Baron. There you go. <laughs> Dude, that was probably one of the best nights of my life. Yeah, I had I had too much fun. <laughs> I had too much fun. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, so at our uh, at our at our ten year ten year high school reunion. Uh, Philip and myself were named best couple. Yeah, changed my life. <laughs> that night changed my life. Oh God, so, we had amazing. A, we had a lot of fun in high school. I really yeah. fun. So yeah, it was it was a good time. I don't regret the move one bit. You know, nah. I'd do it again if I could. Um, and so, what the crazy thing is now, I don't really, I don't have too many South Sand friends that i just hang out with and talk to you know on a regular basis you know yeah. like they're acquaintances and you know we're friends from a distance if you will but yeah. it's not like i think that kind of happens yeah, i think yeah. that kind of happens, happens. Yeah. i mean because look i mean rick moved away and you know and then right. we all get families yeah and, you yeah, know. yeah but you know the crazy thing is my closer friends and i i hate to say this but i love the guys are from harlandale really <laughs> yeah yeah, well, I mean, it just depends on who you click with. Yeah, you know? dude, they are. I mean, they're re- they're really good. There's about ten or twelve of us that hang out. We hang out, and we we're there for each other all the time, and we talk all the time. We're in a group, you know. We have a thread going, and but they're they're really my like the good friends of mine. And I talk, Raymond Guy goes to a really good friend of mine. Right. Nathan Ruiz, really good friend of mine. Uh, little Rob. You well, know, yeah, Nathan. He lives in Austin. Austin you know, yeah. but I mean, those are still my boys. You yeah. know, but uh, but I have some new boys now. Right. You know, yeah. so it happens. Yeah, it happens it's, to it's everybody. A little different, but it's all good. It happens to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at me and you. We're really close, and we don't hang out all that yeah, much dude. either. Remember, we used to go to lunch all the time. <laughs> I mean, it was just yeah. ridiculous. We'd be at like, what's that place downtown? The place downtown. The Pearl Burger Place, Sam's Burger oh, Joint. Oh, Sam's Burger Joint. Just yeah. midday, we'd be at Sam's Burger Joint in high school. Yeah, let's go. Serious? Yeah, wow. dude, it was ridiculous. Our That's parents really... probably don't know about that. No, shh. <laughs> really far away from Mom, I hope you're not listening. That's probably why I got kicked out of Honor Society over the last six weeks of <laughs> high school. <laughs> I remember good. the date. Oh, jeez. Where's yeah. your Where's your white collar? Oh yeah, Dad, about that. Uh, oh oh yeah, well, you graduated with that. Oh, I no no. I took the picture, but I didn't get to walk the stage with it. That's what I'm saying. You gra- you you graduate with it, wearing right? It, right. But I, you I, didn't. I didn't. I got kicked out the last six weeks <laughs> of honor society. Uh, How do you feel about that? <laughs> I was like, you sound so hey, proud. Hey, no regrets, bro. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. Oh yeah. Oh man. None. Never None. have a regret. Not, not even not one. Even a, <laughs> not even a one. <laughs> But yeah, South Sand was great. What else was great about South Sand, Phil? What what kind of memories you want to share at South Sand? Um, any memorable memorable games? games? Memorable games? Yeah. So Sam Heard, we played Sam Heard. I don't know if you guys remember that name. Oh yeah, but you know he was a he went to the NFL, played for the the Cowgirls for a couple years, and he was signed on with the Bears. He was Harlandale alum. Brack, 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 Brack. Uh, That game was a big one. Um, I was a player of the game that week for some. 
talk show, talk radio show. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I got a plaque. I got a plaque and everything. And nice. uh, and he scored five touchdowns. I scored six. Boom. And you were a running so, back, right? Correct. Okay. Well, that game, our quarterback at the time went down. It wasn't Orlando. And, no, it was no, it was David Davitas. Yes. Oh, okay. So he his elbow, he's laying down on his on his face, and his hand is up. Oh, nice. so God. he landed on a thigh, Ouch. and this popped up. So it was dislocated. Oh. So we walked to the sideline, and he's like, you know, and obviously in a ton of pain. And I'm like, oh crap, Doc, you need to come and help this guy out. And Doc Menchaca, right? Shout yeah. out, shout, shout out, to out Doc. Doc. And so they get him off. Obviously, you couldn't play anymore. So they're right. like, hey, Phil, you, you got to play quarterback. Put me in, coach. There you go. Oh so, my God, Doc. Okay. So I, I end up <laughs> <laughs> don't. It's like no, 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 not that song. So I end up taking the snaps for the rest of the game and. And we ended up beating Brack. Oh, wow. awesome. 42-35. And Sam Hurd had like five touchdowns that night, and I scored six. No big deal. So well, it was, yeah, that was a big game for me. You know, it was pretty memorable. Uh, nice. Uh, McCullum and Harlan, though, those are always big. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think this, the Brack game was was pretty big. Y'all never had a, a shot at State or anything like that, right? We're talking about the South Sand <laughs> Bobcats. <laughs> hey, we, we just got done talking about South Sand baseball. So, uh, you know, I don't know if you remember, but I, I played. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Number nine in the program, number one in our hearts. That's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, no real, like, playoff, like, uh, contention, though, like, or no memorable. My senior year? Yeah. Yeah, we played Clark in the first round, and it was, like, 33 to 10. Oh, yeah, they, God. But they were ranked. They were the number one team in the city at okay. the time. Okay. So, yeah. But, we, yeah, we got into the playoffs, um, okay. but we lost. It was, it was bad. And I played quarterback that game. And uh, yeah, it was bad. Oh, wow. it was bad. But so, uh, talk about Bethel. Bethel uh, approached you, uh, or how did Bethel approach you? And talk about all that. So it was quite a, quite a few guys went to Bethel from South San, right? No, just Rick. So Rick just and you, I. just you and Rick. Okay, right. It all was right. just Rick and I. Um, Bethel approached me. There was a few schools that had that had been talking to me and talk, you know, and wanted me to go and walk on, or wanted me to play on the defensive side of the ball, and. You know, mentally, in my mind, I was a quarterback. Okay. So I didn't want to hit nobody. I didn't want to tackle anybody. Yeah. You know, I want to try to make somebody miss and, and run, you know, or throw the ball, you yeah. know. So um, so these other schools wanted me to play, in, you know, play linebacker, strong safety, or whatever the case was. And it just wasn't me, you know. I wouldn't want to go to school and regret going and just hate being there and then end up, end up quitting and things like that. And and so when Bethel approached me, and, and they were really consistent, you know, calling, and we were play, it was during baseball season, so they would call me after baseball games and ask me how I was doing, how were the games, and, you know, whatever the case was. And um, so they just, you know, they just pressed me pretty hard. And, uh, and I said, you know, sure. They said, you can come up here and, you'll, you know, you'll have an opportunity to start as a freshman. Yeah. And so I did. You know, I took the chance, and it was in, in small-town Kansas. And, you know, when we went up there for uh, – on a recruiting trip, um, my parents went up there, and it was it was a culture shock for sure. You know, yeah. I mean, it was it was a bunt, it was Caucasian ish esque, <laughs> and it was Kinda. zero Mexicans did they, or Hispanics around. You know, did they wear slacks and button up shirts? 
Absolutely not. They that wore was... weird shoes, like tree hugger shoes. Oh, really? Yeah, it was wow. it was different, dude. It was a different. So you different had to buy another me. pair of shoes. No, I didn't want to fit in there. <laughs> I did not want to fit in. There. No, zero. But you got through it. Yeah, I got through it. Four years. Um, I had, uh, you know, I think I broke six records at the school at the college. Oh, not a big deal um, at all. Yeah. So you know, I played running back there, and uh, I was a two year All American my junior senior year, and and ended up. Breaking six six school records, rushing records, and it was good. It was an awesome awesome time for me in my life, and I was just, uh, I guess, proud or I wanted to go up there and and finish. I didn't want to be the typical Southside kid, you know, yeah, from South San or in the area that went off, had the opportunity, had the you know the gifts, yeah, to go and play at the next level. And then get homesick or couldn't do it and come back. I, d- I didn't want to do that. Okay. Um, I felt like I had too many people to let down. You know, my family, my grandparents, my parents, um, you know, my friends back home because it was kind of a cool deal, you know. Uh, yeah. I got yeah, to definitely. go and play somewhere. And people that, at my high school were like, oh, cool, Phil's going to go play. But then there was those other people that kind of had, like, they were like doubters. Like, oh, okay, yeah, he's one of those guys. He's going to go play. You know, so did this person and so did this person. But they were at home after in December. They never went back. We'll see you at Christmas time. Right. Right. And so I never, that, I didn't want to be that guy. Yeah. You know, and so um, I was kind of proud of myself, you know, when yeah, I was dude, able awesome. to do it and stick it out for four years and, and get done. And, uh and start my career, you know. So, um, you know, I loved it, had a good time, and and I wouldn't change that either. You know, if that's I had awesome, a chance dude. to go to another school, I'd I'd pick Bethel again. You know, so that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we, I mean, you already brought up arena, the arena football. You played arena football for Wichita, you said. Right. They were the Wichita Aviators at the time. Okay. They were the Wichita Aviators at the time, and the funny story is that my senior year, um, and there was a write up on me my senior year. I had. Uh, spring my MCL really, really bad. And so it was the last day of practice, as a matter of fact, before going into that game. And I hadn't broken any records that that game. No. Or before that game, I hadn't broken any records. So there was was a possibility that I wasn't going to play. And I was kind of like, man, I've worked so hard for so long. Like, I'm going to play in this game. Yeah. So, you know, my head coach, my offense coordinator, they come to like, are you good? And I was like, no, I'm not good. (laughs) So they were like, we're going to take care of it. So I went to go see a doctor, you know, and they ended up keeping me out of practice for the next few days. And uh, I, anyhow, I ended up playing in that game. They taped it up really well, and I loaded up on ibuprofen, which my liver's probably shot right now. <laughs> um, loaded up on ibuprofen. Yeah, it's because yeah. of the ibuprofen. That's exactly what it was. What it was Rocco. <laughs> it's because okay. of the ibuprofen. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, it's the All ibuprofen. Right. That's it, uh, for sure. Totally the ibuprofen. So that's then, why I was like, I didn't want to make the joke, but that's <laughs> Anyway. So then, okay. dude, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I took about 4,200 milligrams of ibuprofen. Like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, oh. dang. So That's it, a lot. Yeah. So nonetheless, I couldn't feel my leg, broke the records. And as soon as I was done breaking the records, I was like, I'm done. That's it. Like, yeah. it's a wrap. You yeah. know, like my knee's Put somebody done. somebody else in. Yeah. So then the next day, my, my knee was like a grapefruit. I mean, it just swelled Eesh. up, you know, real bad. I couldn't walk. I was on crutches for about a month. Oh, wow. And uh, so the tryout comes about, um, I want to say early December. So the head coach and general manager, you know, they had called me and one of our other receivers, like, hey, we want you guys to come out and try out for this team. Um, you know, you guys have been highly recommended. We've seen, you know, your college years, yada, yada. And uh, so I was like, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd love to do it. There's only a small problem. 
like I can't run, you know? <laughs> and so they were like, all right, well, you know, come on out anyway. So, you know, me and Pete Garibaldi, he was a stud receiver that, that had gone out with us. So we both go out to the tryout and everybody's running and lifting and doing the bench press. And it was like a little combine, if you will, right. standing long jump and, you know, pro agility and all these different running yeah. events. Yeah. And I was just sitting there like, why am I here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we're trying out for a football team. Yeah. I can't run. Yeah. So I just sat there and watched. And so the general manager and the head coach were like, hey, Phil, don't worry. Like, you're going to be all right. Like, we know what you can do. Just relax, you know. But me, I just didn't feel you right. Didn't, you, you didn't know? see right. it. Yeah. It's just like, this isn't fair, you know. Like, yeah. I want to I do what they're doing. Yeah. And, uh, and so anyhow, they, uh, they cut some guys that day. And they called my name at the end like, you're still, you're, if we call your name, you're, you're going to continue on wow. for the next tryout. If we didn't, we appreciate you guys coming out, yada, yada. And that was probably about 250 guys at the tryout. Oh. And um, they, they kept about 80 of us, if I'm not mistaken, 80 to 100. And so my name gets called. So I get up, and I've got crutches, and I'm like, everybody's like, this dude didn't even do it. <laughs> How did he make it? You what's know going, what I'm saying? What's like, going on? The guy that sat on the side yes, of the side. Yes, like, this isn't fair, you know? But anyhow, they call my name. The next, the next trial was about three weeks later. So they brought everybody back. And, yeah, they brought everybody back, and I still couldn't run. So I told the coach, like, man, I, like, I still can't go. And he was like, Phil, you're all right. Don't worry about it. You're going to be okay. And so same thing goes on. They're doing these running things. They're doing all these different football moves and drills. And, and I'm, like, sitting there, and I'm just like, this sucks. So they kept like 60 guys and they're like, all right, guys, you know, if we call your name, you're going to move on to the next round. If we didn't, then I appreciate you guys, your time and coming out. Don't give up on your dream. You know how it is. Whatever. (laughs) And so uh, you're right, coach. I'm not going to give up. (laughs) Right. You know, so. okay, buddy, get out of here. So then uh, I go back. So they call my name. So here Mm -hmm. I but this time I wasn't on crutches so I can like walk, you know, so I walk over there. They're like, we're going to have another tryout, you know, three weeks. And, uh, you know, at that point, it's gonna, we're going to cut it down to about 40 or 50 guys, and we're going to move forward with these guys until further notice. So I was like, all right, cool. So I come back. When I come back, I was able – I had been rehabbing the crap out of it so I can get yeah. to where I need to be. So I had been re- rehabbing it. So the third – the last tryout, I was like, I'm good. So I would popped about – 7,200 milligrams of ibuprofen, <laughs> so I never shot. Boom. Yeah. So I pop it. Dude, I don't feel my knee, and I'm just, you know, I'm ready to go. And so I make the, you know, I guess 45, 50-man roster, whatever it is, and they take, like, our picture, and they put it on the website, and it was, like, a big old deal, and they gave us jerseys, and I'm like, oh, shit, They're like, this is kind of cool, you know? And so there, were, so there were still guys like, I don't know how you're here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, you tried out one day, and you're here, you know? And I'm just like, whatever, you know? All right. I'm here. What do you want me to do? So then I end up making the travel squad, which was kind of a big deal. You know, our stud receiver, who was a, a stud, like he was a hoss, he didn't make the travel roster. He just made the team. Wow. So when we played away, he didn't travel with us or dress. But when we played at home, he, you know, he suited out, you know, with the team, did everything. So that that's a thing? Did. Like you make a team, you play at home, or, and you don't make a travel team? Oh, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So you only get paid if you're on the travel roster. Seriously? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got, so if you, if you were on the travel roster, you get, anyhow. 
So the, the starting running, I was a running back, obviously. The starting running back was Idris Elias, and he went to Wisconsin. He played at Wisconsin, you know, his college years or whatever. And uh, game one, we beat, like, the defending champs of our league. They were the Kansas City Coyotes. We beat them, knocked them off. And so it's like, wow, who are these guys? You know, they're doing, making noise and yada, yada. So I'm like, cool. And they called him uh, the train. You know, they called him the train or whatever. He was a big, you know, yeah, African-American dude, all jacked up and fast and strong. And, and I'm a Mexican kid from the south side of San Antonio. And so the next game, he pops his ankle, like breaks it, snaps it. Oh, we're, we're playing against the Nebraska Wildcats. Snaps his ankle, like the second play of the game. So the coaches turn and they're like, "Hey, Mexico, let's go, go buddy!" <laughs> you know, let's and, go. And after that, it, it it I never turned back. Nobody ever did. I just took over the the running you know the running back duties and and went on from there wow. and finished the season with them. And we ended up winning the whole league that year. Wow! So yeah, it was, it was cool. That's yeah, it was nuts, a good dude. deal. And I and I actually remember doing this a few times because they were asking me how I was filling the shoes of Idris because he was such a big part of what we did because we ran the ball. Yeah. And, uh, and I, you know, I just said, you don't fill these shoes. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to keep up. With I don't even what feel my knee. Did. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was, I'm just trying to keep up with him. I'm not trying to outdo anybody, Yeah. but, um, I'm, I'm a competitor myself. So I was like, I'm going to do what I can to stay on the field and play. Yeah. You know, we're getting paid to do this. Yeah. So it was, you know, it was great. At um, what time was that? What, like what year? That was in 06. 06? See, I, yes, it was in 06 because that was a year that I graduated. Okay. Because I graduated from college on a, on a Sunday, I believe, and Saturday I was, I was gone. I was playing in a game on Saturday night. Wow. And we got in Saturday night, and I graduated, walked the stage on a Sunday. Wow. So how long had the how long had the league been around that year? I feel like the league hadn't been around. It hadn't very... been along very long. Yeah. Back then, as a matter of fact, it was during the time where the the Arena One League was falling apart. Really? Yeah. And that oh. league was just getting started. Yeah. So it, it was during that time period. Okay. But, yeah. How long did you do that? Yeah. How many I seasons? did it for one year. For one year. I did one it year. for one year. And then I decided it was time for me to come back home. You know, um, I had graduated. So I really had no business up there. You know, right. um, I was like, you know, I need to go home and get a job and this was fun. get close to family. You know, was it, a, and, was it a good paying gig though? Like travel, mm, like. You're on the travel team and they're paying you. Was it? I mean, least- if you're when you're eight, when you're 21, 22 years old, and you're getting paid to play a sport, anything is good. Oh you yeah. Know? So I mean, it, obviously, I couldn't pay for my car or a house or anything like that. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, you know, it was a little bit of money. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. It's, so it's about what you get for like minor league baseball. Right. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. it wasn't very much. Okay. But but it was still cool. You know, because that was your job. Like, yeah. Oh, what do you do? I play football. I play football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So it was cool. Awesome. Um, but so it was you, time for me to go back home. Yeah, so you graduated and you, um, you get – so you mentioned before we started recording that you have your degree in what again? I'm sorry? It's health management and physical, physical education. Okay. That so you started, you started coaching. What got you into coaching? Like what, um, um, when I got done playing at, at Bethel, my head football coach, Mike Moore, uh, he kind of asked me if I wanted a GA, you know, be a graduate assistant because I had kind of made mention to him. Yeah. That I, I was interested in coaching, and obviously my degree was physical education. Yeah. So when I was done, he was like, "Hey, are you are you graduating?" I, get, I mean, he did, obviously didn't know if I was up to par with my credits or whatever. Yeah. And I said, "Yeah," and he kind of looked at he he kind of looked at me, and he was like, "They're gonna let you graduate." <laughs> 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 <You know? laughs> 
Yeah, I was like, yeah, thanks a lot, yeah, coach. coach. Yeah, thanks coach. A lot. They are, six guy. records for you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> gonna let me graduate. And so that Jeez. you know that kind of happened, and uh, he was like, "Well, you know, I'm gonna have a GA spot if you're if you want to do some GA, you know, uh, duties here, whatever." And I said, "I said, no, nah, you know, I'm gonna graduate. I think I'm gonna go home." And so he was cool. He gave me his blessing, and we we still talk to this day and, yeah. and keep in touch and What's have a name? pretty good relationship. Mike Moore. Mike Moore. Sorry, you Mike said, Moore. Okay. Yeah, he played for um, for uh, God dang it, what's his name? The guy at K State, the head football coach at K State. Oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. We have I know who you're talking about. The older guy? The old, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what is his name? Hold on, hold on, hold Start on. Start with an S. Papadopoulos. I got you. No. Hold on. I think no. it's Bill something. Am I off? Not Parce- It's not Parcells. No. Um, it's uh, Snyder. There you go. Okay. Snyder. Bill Snyder. Bill Snyder. Okay. He, paid, he played for Snyder at K-State. I was close. Um, he was a junior college quarterback, and he went to K-State as a, as a corner or safety guy, you know, but he played for, for Coach Snyder. Yeah. At K State, and uh, he ended up being the head football coach at Bethel. So I played for him for four years. Awesome. So great guy, great guy. And uh, that's kind of how I got into it, just kind of interacting with him, him kind of asking me what my goals were and where I saw, you know, saw myself in five, ten years. And, yeah. And so he was a big part of, of who I am today. You know, he's, he was a big influence on my life. Um, and I think it's because he really, he was really hard on me. Uh, there, was, there wasn't too much. Phil, you're doing a great job. I mean, that was two weeks in a row. I rushed for 500 and something yards in two games. And that was never like a pat on the back. Like, you're doing a great job. I appreciate you. You know, so I wanted to draw that attention. So I would be like, okay, he still hadn't said anything. I, You know, 251 one night, 249 one night. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going to have to rush for 300. (laughs) You know, I mean, that's kind of how I took it. Right. Right. You know, it was that tough love type of thing. Yeah. But, you know, in hindsight, it's like I know why he did it because he got the best out of me. Yeah. You know, because, you know, and although I felt like I needed that, you know, just a pat on the back, you know, um, I think he had other plans and was like, nah, nah, bro, you ain't going to get that. But I'm going to make you want that. And, you know, and he's been great so far. You know, he's been he's been great um, being a mentor and things like that. So it's awesome. So shout out to Coach Moore. Yeah. yeah. If you're yeah. listening. Yeah. Hopefully he is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So then you come back home. Come back home. And how long how, how long have you been coaching? Uh, this is year 12 Whoa. for me. Assistant oh. football coach at South Sand, assistant football coach at Burbank. And Madison. And, and Madison. Madison. I forgot to write that down. Right. So, yeah. So, it was, um, it started at South Sand. So, like, my, my mentor, John Torres, he, he's known by JT, but he was our head football coach. He was our offensive coordinator when I played. He was the head football coach that hired me. Oh, well. So, he brought me on staff. Um, I was there for a year. I coached in the secondary, which I had no idea about because I was an offensive player my whole life. And he hires me. He's like, yeah, I'm going to hire you, but you're going to coach corners. And I was like, what? <laughs> like corners? Yeah. Uh, and sure? so I had to learn yeah. it. You know, I mean, it was a varsity position. I was at the high school. I was like, well, I'll figure it out. Um, so I coached corners uh, for a year. After that year, I went back to the college. A lot of people don't know that. But I went back to Bethel and I GA'd for a year. Wow. Um, so hmm. I was, I was uh, trying to get custody, like parenting rights for my son. Okay. And since I had been away from him for a whole year, the judge granted me zero rights to my son. Oh. Although I paid 
you know, I never missed like a child support payment or whatever. I, mean, right. I took right. care of my responsibilities, what I had to do as a father. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just hadn't seen him in a year because I had relocated. Yeah. And he stayed in Kansas. Um, so when we went to court and I tried to get my, my parenting rights, visitation rights to him, the judge granted me zero. Like, no, you ain't going to see your son. You're going to continue to pay child support, but you're not going to see him. And I was like, yeah, that sounds fair. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, you know, hey, sense, that's okay. not, you know, yeah. that's not cool. And I said, how am I supposed to? He, he, he said, you can see him every other weekend from noon to six on Saturday and then noon to six on Sunday. And I said, that's physically impossible. Like financially, it's impossible. Knowing that you don't physically, live. Physically, it's yeah. impossible. Right. I live 10 hours away. Yeah. My job's not going to allow me to do it. I said, yeah. so he just looked at me and he, he said, you know what? Uh, you got to do what you got to do to be a father. If you want to be a dad to your son, you got to do what you got to do. And oh. I was like, okay. So I called up Coach Moore and said, hey, and and obviously I'm I'm an emotional guy, you know, so obviously I'm emotional. I call him and I'm like, Coach, this is what the judge said, you know, and he's like, come by my house. Come by my house. Let's sit down. Let's have a conversation. And he probably told me uh, what he said to me have probably I've carried with me since he said it. So he told me in that conversation we had, he said, you know, Phil, sometimes you got to take one step back to walk three steps forward. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that just stuck. Yeah. Because I was like, coach, I'm making really good money in San Antonio. Like, how can I just leave that? You know, I'm doing this in San Antonio. How can I just leave that? I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And he, and he told me those words. You know, he said that. And I was like, wow, like that made sense to me, you know. And so that's what I did. So I, I just packed up my stuff, and he offered me a job. You know, he's like, you know, Phil, God works in mysterious ways. He says, Coach Hopper, who was my running backs coach at the time, um, he said he, he just got a high school job. So my running backs position is open. He was like, so I wouldn't want anybody else to coach my running backs but you, you know, so you're. Man. Wow. It's just, you're good. <laughs> the timing there. Dude. Right. And so he said, um, I need, this was like Tuesday. He's like, I need an answer by Friday because I need you here on Monday because we start on Monday. Wow. And so I was kind of like taken back, like, coach, like, you're not giving me much time here. But um, so I went home and and I was on the drive home with my family. And, uh, you know, I thought about it Wednesday. I thought about it Thursday, Friday morning. I woke up, packed up. I had an SUV. I packed up my SUV with necessities, hopped in it. I had like 200 bucks to my name. And I was like, I'm out. So I took off. Wow. And I went up to Kansas and and did that for a year, went to court, got my rights to my son, you know, did what I had to do. Yeah. And um, up there for a year, and then I came back home. Right. Wow. So, yeah. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. So from there, I I got hired on at uh, Terrell's Middle School, and I was there for a year. Got the opportunity to go back to the high school to South San Homer Flores. You know Coach yeah. Homer. Uh-huh. Uh, so Coach Flores gets a job at Lee with Jimmy Ramos. Yes. And uh, goes to Lee. The running back's job opens up at South San. Coach Torres brings me on to coach running backs at South San. So I was there for five years. Um, opportunity comes up at Madison uh, to coach the running backs. They were like a game away from the state championship before I got there. Wow, and I get the opportunity to go to to Madison. I was the offensive coordinator at South Sand, and I just felt like Northeast and that football was going to help me better myself, you know, and, and better my 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 career. So I I made the move and I took the job, took the job at Madison, 
Um, I go through three head football coaches at Madison. Wow. And the last one, I was just like, I'm done. You know, like, I, I don't want my life to be in another man's fate. Like, the fate of another man isn't going to affect my life. Yeah. And so once it did three times, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. You know, so, yeah. you know, luckily I went and, and, and I took on a real estate part-time gig and got my real estate license. And I just figured, you know what, I'm out. I'm just going to do real estate and focus on that. And the Burbank deal came about, you know, the OC job, and I interviewed for it. Um, that was a... Uh, I don't know how to say it. Miscommunication, if you will, between the head, uh, the previous head football coach and our current principal, and so they parted ways. And it just, it was just a great opportunity for me to step in. You know, with the success we had last year, you know, helped me get the job to where they were like, you know, you're you're the guy. Yeah. And so here I am today. That's there you awesome. Go. That is so, that that's awesome. awesome. Great story. Yeah. So it's been it's been good. Awesome. It's it's been a journey. Yeah. If yeah, it's man. been a little bit of a journey. And some people don't know too much. You know, yeah. I don't really share that with yeah. just right. well, everybody. Well, we appreciate it, man. But yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, How old is your son now? Uh, he's 13. 13. Oh, 13. He's here. Yeah, he's here. That's he's crazy. here right now in San Antonio. Awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. You guys want to get to the questions? Yeah, that's uh, about to say. Get to the questions. Fire. I'm down. Do you want to do one and one? Yeah. After okay. you, sir. Okay. All right. So, we, like I said, we try not to keep these too cliche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you're, dude, you're a Texas high school football coach. You're a football coach in the state of Texas. That's a pretty big deal. Yep. So um, you've played and you've coached, obviously, as you just finished talking about. Uh, we wanted to know what are some of the similarities and differences uh, between playing and between yeah between playing and football and coaching football for you. Similarities and differences. Playing and coaching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, just the physical aspect. Uh, you know, the physical part of it. Um, I think coaching is more of, and people think it's X's and O's, but that's a small part of, of coaching. Yeah. So coaching is building relationships with your kids. If you can get everything out of your kids and if you can make them run, you know, run through a wall for you, if you can get them to believe in you. If you can build that rapport with your kids, then they're going to do whatever you want. And you that's half the battle. Yeah. It's right. just your relationship with with the kid. And, yeah. I, and inner city kids is basically what we are and what Burbank kids are. They're inner, inner city kids. Mm. And when you show them that you genuinely care about them, not just football, but when you when their home life, you know, is, isn't the best is in turmoil or in yeah. shambles or what have you and we see that a lot but when you pull them aside and you put your arm around them and you let them know like dude you, we're here for you like i'm here for you you can call me you can text me at any time and it happens all the time you're more than a coach absolutely so that's the co- that's what i've learned about the coaching side of it the x's and o's everybody runs power and everybody runs counter and everybody runs some zone read and everybody right. tries right to stop it everybody does it yeah. yeah that's what everybody does but i think the separate what separates the good coaches and and the great coaches or the the good coaches and the bad coaches is the relationships that they build with with their with their athletes you right. know that's that's what creates that's awesome yeah you know um I can definitely vouch for that because I don't want to tell a, short, a long story, but I had my high school coaches at O'Connor 
were just huge influences on me. Yeah. And they had a huge impact on me. So I can definitely attest to that. Yeah. So um, playing, obviously, I had, you know, my dad is is actually two years clean heroin addict yeah he just finished two years of sobriety wow, um so he's um was a was a mess obviously when i was growing up in and out of prison so that's how i looked at my coaches you know uh growing up i mean my grandparents were a big influence on my life um and my mom and my stepdad you know and my aunts and uncles like they you know it, it took a village you know yeah. right and and so they all had you know a huge impact and are the reason you know, I'm here today, you know, and yeah, the they were always I'm around. In. They always. were always around. Always. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Phil's family. Yeah. Because awesome. they were always there. Yeah, they were mm-hmm. always around. You know, my Aunt Mary is super supportive in everything I did. I remember when this dude showed up to high school in his Corvette. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was my Aunt Mary's car. Yeah. yeah it wasn't mine. But Aunt so Mary. everybody played a huge role and a different part, you know, in my life. Um, but I looked at my coaches that way, you know, as as father figures, as role models in and, you know, I wanted to be them, and I wanted to hang out with them. And, I, you know, Coach Y, I thought he was a super cool dude, you know. Yeah. And I was, you know, uh, those are the guys I looked up to. So when it came time to make a decision, like, what do you want to do with, your, you know, with the rest of your life, I didn't want to be away from the game. Yeah. Because that's how much I loved football. Like, that's how passionate I am for the game. Yeah. I didn't want to be away from it. So when right. I graduated from college and it was time to make a career decision, I was like, I can't be away from the game that got me here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. that's, I guess, if, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, it does. But that's kind of how I see It's similar the in the coaching. physical aspect you said, right? I mean, it's, cool. it's so f- the physical as- aspect of it, obviously playing, you're, you're playing. You're playing football. Right. You're physically in the game. Yeah. Coaching, you're not. Yeah. But you can be the biggest cheerleader on the sideline when things are going wrong. And yeah. you, you still got to be a big cheerleader when things are going bad. Yeah. It's not always. You know, negative, 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 because coaching is a negative. It's a negative because when you're coaching somebody, what are you doing? You're telling them what they're doing wrong. You're correcting right, them. They're constantly. correcting them. So right. that's all it is. It's negative, negative, negative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got to throw something positive in there. Yeah. You know, but so when the, when the mistakes happen, which and they are, you know, um, it, you got to react a certain way that your kids are going to respond to. Yeah. You know, if you want to cuss and, and badmouth them and, and belittle them and degrade them and blame them, well, then they're not going to respond very well to you. You know, but when you tell them, dude, you're fine, you know, you live to, to play another day or you right. know, another play, whatever right. the case is. Right. Um, and, and, and you slap them on the butt and you love on them, even when they do wrong. You know, I mean, you obviously got to correct them. Yeah. You're going to correct them, but it, it just how you do it, how you yeah. go about it. Um, that's, that's kind of the difference, but, uh, football is, and I tell this to the guys all the time, uh, it's like life, you know, you're going to face adversity in life, but how are you going to respond to it? You know, and that's how it is on Friday nights on a Friday night. You're going to face adversity. You know, there's going to be ups and downs yep. during the course of a game. And that exact, that, that's exactly how life is. There you know, go. there's some good times and then there's some bad times. But how do you respond? Because you're going to have a two-year-old or a four-year-old or a five-year-old looking at you in the eyes one day. And how are you going to respond to that? Because right. you got to feed that mouth. Right. Or you got to keep that, those lights on or pay that house. Or you're going to have a wife looking at you one day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so how are you going to respond to it? Because it's going to happen. It's inevitable, you know? And that's how I, you know, I tell them, you know, football is a direct correlation to life. And, and if we can just teach them as young adults or young men 
to to fight through adversity and you know and keep the faith and trust in the process they're going to be great men because that's at the end of the day what we're trying to do we're just trying to raise and build good men you know at yeah, know. At, at the high school level that's that's, awesome. that's our that's our jobs yeah, i think we know where phil stands on uh, participation awards oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> we have a segment uh like i said like i, I don't i think we talked talked about it we yeah have a we segment, did lessons him. learned we participation trophies you a fan? Not absolutely a fan. not. Nah, Thank you. Right. No, okay. absolutely not. Yeah. No, you don't you have. Mean, you don't have to elaborate. Yeah. You just yeah. heard why. Yeah, yeah you just, we heard, just why. heard why. Yeah, never mind. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. Yeah, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Uh, okay, cool. So number two, just because with a lot of parents and a lot of you know, there's a lot of talk about concussions going on right now in the NFL and all that good stuff. Um, so what precautions do you have, if any, to help prevent your players from getting injuries and then concussions at all? So that's a good question. That's a good question. So in in college, we were taught how to practice. Okay. Believe it or you know, believe it or not, that's kind of a no. I believe it. You know, the, yeah, the, I was the, like, the, that the, makes sense. Yeah. So you have to learn how to practice. So that's how that's kind of the approach that we have with our kids at at Burbank, and and we're really gonna have to to have that approach this year because we're gonna try to have, you know, one way players. We're gonna try to two platoon. We're not gonna have two way okay. players. You know, guys so, yeah, playing yeah, on yeah. both sides. Yeah. You, right. We're not gonna do that. Iron yeah. So we're, yeah, you know, those <laughs> days are over. That's you know? a lot because so, that's a lot. It, it is. Yeah. So yeah. we're gonna try to. You're the quarterback, and that's what you play. And you're our linebacker, and that's what you play. So awesome. we're gonna try to do that. But depth wise, we don't just have, you know, seventy guys out right. there playing. Right. So so we have to learn how to practice. Now that that alone will eliminate. Like the con- the concussions or the injuries at practice, because we're not going to go full you know full blowers. We're going to learn how to practice. Right. So once there's going to be contact made, we're going to let up. You know, we'll thud. Like we call it thud. Right. So we may wrap up, and that's it. You know, what I'm saying we're not going to take to the ground. We're not going to power drive anybody. We're going to stay off of the, our legs, our knees. You know, we're just going to make sure we're in the right position. Yeah. We're going to make right. sure we're reading our keys. Yeah. You know, we're going to make sure we're you know down blocking or kicking out or reading the three technique or whatever it is that we're doing. We're just going to make sure the technique is right, and we're going to coach the technique right. and the scheme as much as we can. Um, but when it comes to the actual contact, we have to learn how to practice. Gotcha. So we'll go full speed. But once contact is initiated, then it's got to be a thud. You know, we may wrap up, and that's it. Right. You know, but you get those scout team heroes that want to be scout team (laughs) All-Americans, and, you know, they want to go take out somebody for whatever reason. It's like, dude, you're not impressing anybody, and you're going to piss us off if you do that. Right. You know, just learn how to practice. Right. Because a lot of times we won't wear uh, pants to practice. You know, we're going to wear shell. You know, we'll be full go up top and we'll have our girdles underneath, you know, that half thigh pads right. and hip pads and tail pads. Yeah. Um, but we won't have knee pads. And we do that for, you know, on purpose so that they don't want to go to the ground. And so we're just going to teach them how to wrap up and use proper technique, proper form to prevent injuries and, and, uh, and concussions. But we also implemented the Seahawk tackling uh, form that we're doing this year. Um, my new defensive coordinator that's coming from New Braunfels Canyon, it's the Seahawk drill. So it takes the head out of the, the tackle. Oh, wow. So it's um, – so anything on the perimeter, which means outside the tackles, um, it's going to be – you know, it's a Seahawk roll. So we're going to wrap up their legs and we're going to roll. Got it. Okay. So that's going to take the head out of it. And a lot of NFL teams and college teams have gone to that uh, technique because it does eliminate the head. Out of out of the play, okay. uh, so that's what we'll be working. You know, when we start hitting the two a days, and when we get to camp, uh, we're going to work that Seahawk roll tackle, 
which nice. is going to eliminate a bunch of head injuries from our guys on the defense side of the ball. Right. Dude, that's good stuff. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That is really yeah. awesome. So, so that's kind of what we do. Um, but injuries are injuries, man. You know, yeah. on oh, Friday yeah. nights, yeah. you can't avoid, you can't it, avoid them. You know, yeah. you know, we try to get get in the weight room and we, we try to put on as much meat as we can and, and try to become physically strong to prevent those injuries uh, from happening. But at the end of the day, it's a full contact sport. Oh, it's yeah. out of your control. You know, yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. It's like you accidents, know? man. They're, but if yeah. if we can do what we can to prevent them as much as possible, we're definitely going to do that. Right. Yeah. You know, as a coaching staff or in the weight room in the off season. But you know, if it's a full contact sport, that it's just going to happen. Going to happen. Mean, I mean, it's inevitable. So. Yeah. Um, Not to, uh, so. This isn't a question that we, but just to bounce off on that. So you you have to practice. Uh, like you have to teach practice. You said right. With, you have to learn how to. And practice. You don't go full pads. How many? Like how many? So yeah, Friday night games. How many days out of the week do you go like? Do you go full contact? We'll like, go full contact on Monday. Monday. But even if we're full contact on Monday, we're still not going to go down to the ground. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, it, we're just not going to do it. Every other day is kind of like a walkthrough kind of teaching. So we, we'll do some walkthrough stuff Mondays to install. So, if, you know, different formations, that you know, different defenses that we're going to see, we'll line them up and, you know, we'll go over the game plan for the week that we, you know, that we planned all weekend as a staff and we'll walk through it. Hey, this is where they're going to line up this week. They may have two high safeties, one high safety, you know, a five man front, whatever the case is. Right. Yeah. Um, so we're going to walk through that stuff and, and then after that, then we'll get into our practice, okay. but we'll have that walkthrough. Uh, it's a lighter day on Wednesday because it's, a, you know, Thursday, we kick the field JV games, freshman games, and then we play on Friday night. Okay. But so Wednesday's a really light day for us. Nothing's going to be a walkthrough, but, you know, we're going to... It's your it, light day, you Right, said? quick okay. whistle, yeah. you know, thud. Um, yeah, it's a up, shorter practice. Yeah, okay. and, and Tuesday's kind of the same, same thing, you know. Uh, Tuesday's, we call it Tough Tuesday. You know, it's a tougher day where we're going to be, I mean, to do some inside drill, and there's going to be some hitting going on. Okay. But it's not going to be, you know, taking to the ground, knocking the crap out of each other. It's, that's not what's going to happen. But there's going to be more contact on Tuesday than there are on Monday and Wednesday. Obviously, Monday's a prep day. Yeah. Wednesday's right. a light day. And if it doesn't work on Wednesday, we're not running it Friday night. You know, okay. so that's kind of the, what we do where we're eliminating plays or what, you know, yeah. formations. If it doesn't look good in practice then on Wednesday, if we can't get it by Wednesday, it ain't going to work on Friday. You're night. not going to so do it. So we'll, we'll eliminate it, you okay. know, on, on, on Wednesday. That's a nice little trick. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, wow. So kind of to bounce off with number two there to question number two. So how do you work with your training staff to keep your players safe? You know, our trainer's pretty good. Uh, Billy Marshall, he was at Floresville for a long time. He still lives in Floresville. Um, but he does a good job being out there with our guys, yeah. um, and we go through concussion training and, and, and first aid and CPR. We all have to be, you know, uh, certified first aid and CPR. Um, so we go through, like, blood, uh, bloodborne pathogen training. We go through different things that he, you know, he, he'll do for us and, and, you know, get us schooled on. Um, but he's out there every day in practice. He's got his athletic trainers out there. Um, the the funny thing is is when I interviewed for the head job at Burbank, they asked me something similar to this question um, in the interview for the job. They asked me um, if my trainer says that this player potentially has a head injury because you can no longer say concussion. As soon as you say con- really right really wow. as soon as you say concussion, they're done. Whoa. Okay, like they're done for the season. No, like- no, for that day. 
Oh, okay. And then they've got to go through the protocol. Is it like a high school, or is that all over? No, the... I, in high school, that's how it is. I don't okay. know how it is in college, Fair or, or in, I'm, I'm sure it's pretty similar. Right. But at the at the high school level, if the word concussion is said, the kid's done. There's a no. We're gonna examine him, and and then he can be back next week. No. So there's a seven day protocol that he has to go through, and the trainer's gonna see him through it. You know. To light if his if his head hurts, right. if he's got headaches, if he's dizzy. So for seven days, he's got to go through seven days of not having any of that before he can even start the the, the concussion protocol wow. with a, with a physician. Yeah. So minimum two weeks the oh, guy's wow. out if the word concussion is, is said. Yes, got is it. used. Okay. The guy's out for two weeks. That player, that individual, male, female, whatever, is out for two weeks. Automatic. Oh, wow. Man, that's a hot Just minute. recently? Like that just. Yeah, like... that's. It's probably, I would say, about the last three or four years. Okay. Okay. And wow. then, so we, we say head injury. Okay. So, you know, if that's the case, we'll say, you know, Billy would come and say, hey, such and such has a head injury. I'm going to check him out. Okay. So then in that case, he just got, you know, his bell rung. You know, he may, right. he may not have any symptoms of a concussion. Yeah. You know, but if right away you just say concussion, then you, you just screwed the kid. Right. Yeah. Even you know if he didn't have even one. Even if he didn't have one. He's still got he, two he's weeks. He's got two weeks now. He's right. got to go through the, you know, the protocol and the safety procedures for it. Got um, it. So it's a head injury thing. So Billy does a good job of of get, getting the kids in there if they are injured. And then we tell the kids there's a difference between being hurt and being injured. Yeah. Like right. There's a difference. Oh, yeah. You know, if you're injured, you've got something seriously wrong with you. You know, sprained MC, uh, ACL, MCL, sprained ankle, you know, whatever it is, high ankle sprain, you know, separated shoulder, broken, whatever. Yeah. Right. If you're hurt, you're just being a baby. Like, you need to suck it up and let's go because you can play. <laughs> you, you know, know bumps and bruises. Like? You know uh, what I mean? Who that kind of sounds like? Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to yeah. yeah. say it, he's but just yeah. Hurt. He's doing a little sissy. He's, yeah, he's yeah. just hurt. He yeah. So, but Billy does a good job. Um, you know, our athletic trainer does a great job, and um, we work well together. Yeah. So, you know, he keeps me up to date on, on what's going on, who was in the training room, for what reason, um, just so that I know and I can kind of keep a lookout because sometimes you don't know yeah. and the guys don't want to tell you, hey, coach. Yeah, they're not going to say because this wanna, is yeah. what's Would bothering never say that. Yeah. you. You know, and so they want yeah, to play. play. They want to play. Right. So they'll go in and see the trainer behind your back and just kind of like, hey, coach, you know, this is bothering me, yada, yada. Well, the trainer's going to call yeah. the head coach and say, hey, such and such came in here for this. So then now I know, like, hey, come here, what's going on? Yeah, right. You know, and then they'll come clean, like, ah, you know, well, dude, you got to say something. Right. Yeah. Be, you know, because I'm not going to continue to put you out there. I can potentially save you yeah. right. if you just let me know instead of putting you out there every day and taking a chance when I can say, sit out today. Yeah. yeah. You know, let's get some ice on it. Let's rest it. Let's rehab it. Do it. Can- so you're good for Friday yeah. or whatever the case is. You know, so but- in one aspect, that's where the trainer comes into play, where they're, they're keeping an eye on these guys. So if they see something is off, then they can approach them and say, hey, what's up? Yeah. Absolutely. You know, what's up? You know? Yeah. And then you can go to, you know, exactly. or they go to you. And mm-hmm. so that's where, okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So. Right on. That's awesome. All right. So next thing is, um, it's kind of a question I think uh, Anthony even came up with more so. So as we all know, the pressure in high school football is ridiculous, especially in the state of Texas, considering the, the long tradition and history of it. So how do you teach your kids to handle the pressure of playing high school Texas football? Um, and then how, how also do you handle the expectations of the school and the parents um, that are bestowed upon you being the head coach there? Um, Pressure-wise, I don't... I, I wouldn't say there was any pressure on our kids um, because we're picked dead last 
in our district. Okay. So this could be this question could be answered several different ways depending on who you ask. Yeah. Fair so enough. pressure for Steele High School is different. You know, pressure for Judson High School. Right. You know, that pressure is different than Little Old Burbank High School and SAISD because the expectations there are zero within the city. Within, you know what I'm saying? Now, the community is really supportive and they want to see their kids win. Right. But traditionally, Burbank hasn't, hasn't been successful in football. And so last year to get into the playoffs... And have a you know a successful year, it was a shocker to everybody because Burbank was picked second to last in the, in our district, and wow. to finish third place, you know four teams four top, four of the top teams in our district go to the playoffs, but we were the third the third place team in our district, so that shocked a bunch of a bunch of people around the city. Right. Um, well, let me ask this then. So instead of the pressure on you guys, so how do you? fight the expectations that you guys aren't going to do well? How do you inspire your kids to do better than what everybody else predicts that they're going to do? Um, you know, that's just, that just comes with, with like heart that, 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 that our kids have. You know, it's not so much what I have to do to get them to play. Like, they're going to play. So we've already told them, like, hey, we're picked dead last. This is what our area and, you know, people around the city think of us this is what they think of you and so we we have some pride our kids have pride you know our coaches have pride so we're like all right cool that's what you think of (laughs) us wait till you see what happens when we put on these pads on friday nights right you know and the crazy thing is that people in saisd head coaches and coaches in saisd they know better yeah that we've got some guys coming back, mm-hmm. and we were the third place team last year. We knocked off a good Brack team. We knocked off a Highlands that was predicted to go ten and zero and win our district and beat everybody. Wow. And we knocked both of those guys off, you know. And so we've got everybody back on the offensive side of the ball. Wow, everybody, <laughs> you know. So and they picked us dead last in our district, and I'm like, we were beating guys with sophomores and juniors. My fresh, my my running back is a freshman. Last wow. year, wow. started wow. as a freshman, really? and he's fixing to be a sophomore. And so they, people in our district know yeah. that Burbank's for real right. in our district. Around the city, and they have no idea, which is fine with us. Right. Yeah, hey. like, that's cool because when we end up in the playoffs again, <laughs> right. appreciate you guys right. for picking me last. Fly under the radar, man. You know, yeah, exactly. Fly under the radar. It ain't no big deal. Yeah. And I, and it's not that I'm that I'm cocky or arrogant. I just have confidence in what we're doing at Burbank High School right now and right. the staff that I've hired and the kids that we have. As you should you be. Know, yeah. I truly believe in the yeah, kids yeah, that yeah. I have and As what we're be. doing. And and I think that they're gonna have, you know, some fire in their butts. And we're gonna come out and, and we're gonna shock shock Sanders. And that's what that's what I that's a message I'm gonna send this year. Let's shock the city. There you, you know, go. Let's just shock the that's city. That's a good one, man. There you go. Shock you know, the city. Day in, day in and day out. You know, let's just yeah. let's shock the city. Let's huh. continue to shock the city. Trust the process. You know, one day at a time. You I know, am. and yeah, and and Steer I you work and go. Yeah, and I think our I mean our kids are awesome. You know, they are awesome because our principal says uh, his famous saying is Burbank is the best kept secret in the city of San Antonio. And it's because they're so nobody thinks about Burbank High School or thinks to to look into it or or do some background or anything like right. nobody does that because it's Burbank. But once you're in it and once you're in the mix and that becomes a part of you every single day, 
it's it's pretty special, man. It's a, it's nice. a special place, and the kids are super special, um, and they want structure and they want organization and they want somebody to to have high expectations and hold them, you know, on, to another level because they don't they've never had that. Yeah. Right. So that's what we're doing at Burbank right now. Me, my staff and I is we've set the bar really high, and and I think that we'll surpass that bar with what we've done in the off season and what we've done all summer. That's awesome. That ass, man. Yeah. Awesome. We kind of moves into our next question. Um, so, what steps do you take in? What steps do you take in evaluating the talent you're given at the high school level? So you can't recruit. You're just given what you know what you're given. How do you evaluate your talent? Um, you know, we we will give everybody an opportunity to play what they want initially. So, like, we're fixing to have freshman football camp um, on the 29th of this. Is it the 29th? 30th. I believe at the end of this month, we're fixing to have freshman football camp. So as a freshman, they can choose whatever position they want to play. We're going to have offensive linemen that are like the guy from the longest yard and say, why can't I play quarterback? And then here, throw the ball. That's why you can't play quarterback. Now go block somebody. You know, <laughs> you know it's going to be one of those deals. Yeah. But we're going to at least give them the opportunity, you know, to play whatever you want to play. Okay. Right? But then after a few days, I'll tell my staff, Send them where they belong. And so they'll say, okay. And when they're in their little individual groups and when we're going through skills, and then we'll just kind of, hey, go down there with the linebackers. Hey, go down there with the D-line. Or you should maybe go play receiver or go with the running backs. or You know what I'm saying? Right. And so right, we'll, right. You should probably go play tennis. Right. You <laughs> should probably go play the flute. Right. And never come back. Never. We no. would never do that at Burbank. But... <laughs> But, you know, that's kind of how we'll do it, and we'll try to evaluate them the best we can as freshmen. Okay. And then, you know, we're going to put the best guys on the field. Yeah. The best athletes. Right. And we're going to – we can teach them to play a position, but we can't teach size and speed and athleticism. We can't teach that. Right. But we can teach them how to cover somebody, or we can teach them how to run the ball or run a route. Or, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can right. do that. Yeah. But – you know, we can't coach size, speed, or strength, you know, or, or what's in your heart. We can't coach that stuff. So we're going to put the guys that want to be out there, that give us everything they have every single day. They're not a problem in the classroom. They're not a problem in the hallways. You know, we're going to give those guys the opportunity to play. Phil, but on. we're going to put them. Problem in the classroom. Don't you say <laughs> So So that's what we're going to do, you know. And, and, uh, and it, as far as evaluation goes, you know, we're going to use our best professional judgment, if you will. Yeah. And, you know, if we feel like this guy's better than that guy, then if you have your, you know, your your backup or uh, not documentation, but if, you know, as your, as my coach on my staff, if you say, hey, coach, you know, he's been playing better than such and such and he's a starter, well, then flip him. You know, you're a coach for a reason. Right. You know, I trust you. You make the move. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. kind of how we do it. So I don't micromanage my guys. You know, my, my guys are going to coach. And and if they're not doing something right, then I'm going to have a conversation with them. But I'm not going to be watching over them and making sure they're doing everything that I want. And that's just not the kind of guy I am. If I have to do that, then I shouldn't have hired him. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Very cool. Well, so next question, and I love this question because I find it – Kind of interesting. Uh, so, how do you handle multiple sport athletes? You know, that's tough. Um, it, it's it's that's a good right? one. That's a good like, one. That's this guy again. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I don't struggle with that 
Now, this is my thought process on it. And you guys, thanks. You guys can, you know, agree to disagree or what have you. Hey, you know. But this is my deal. We've established that Texas is big on football, right? Big on football. It's, it sells tickets. It brings in money into the district, what, whatever the case is. So a freshman, if he's not on the varsity for another sport, mm-hmm. then he becomes that sport after school. He's going to stay in my off-season program, and we're going to work on getting him better, getting him faster, getting him stronger. We're going to work on his athleticism, if you will, in football because we're doing different drills. We're in the weight room. We're working on agility. We're working on plyometrics. We're working on right. different things to help them increase like athleticism. When they become varsity basketball players or varsity baseball players, by all means, go to that prospective sport when it's that season. But if you're a freshman football player and you're going to be a freshman basketball player, you can go be a freshman basketball player after school. But right. you're going to go through my off-season program because I'm going to teach you discipline. You know, I'm going to teach you accountability and responsibility, and I'm going to watch your grades from, you know, from now until the end of the year. Yeah. You know, we're going to, you're going to be on a plan, and when we let them go, then we lose them. And not in a bad way, but right. they're not going to be lifting. They're not going to be running. They're not going to get the kind of discipline that they're going to get in the football program. So if they're varsity players on a different sport, please go. After school, please go play three sports. It doesn't matter. But during the period, let, football. I want you to be in football going through our boot camp phase where discipline is going to be instilled in the weight room. Outside running, you know, going, you know, going through the, the adversity that all of your brothers are going through because it's right. hard. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's freaking hard. We're I out mean, there running. We're out there going through stations and pulling sleds. and In this Texas heat. In this, yeah, yeah, it's not easy, you know, but that's where you grow as a team. That's where you come together. It's the offseason yeah. where you come together and you become that team right. and you're fighting for one another and, and you're, you're cheering your brother on, you know, and you're getting them to, to, you know, strive to do things they didn't think they could. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, and they all have that excess, and it's and it's a team effort. That's when the the off season is built. You know, that's where where championships are built in the off season. Um, so I just that's my thought thought on it. I want to share all my athletes, and I want them to all go play soccer or baseball or basketball or run track, whatever the case is. But that can be done after school, right? You know, during the school day, if they are not on the varsity for another sport, they need to be in football. Right on. It's fair. That's right my deal. I mean, right and no, some yeah. people don't agree with it, you know? Hey, and no, I mean, everybody's, everybody's going to have their own opinion. Right. It makes right. sense. I yeah. mean, yeah. Plus, I mean, I can only imagine that the skills that you learn in football are pretty easily translated in some of these other yeah. sports as well, you know? Yeah. Bigger, better, faster, stronger. Like, I don't see why that wouldn't help outside of maybe like track. I don't know. You make it work. What is the one sport yeah. that you see, like, that you have the most trouble with, if if trouble is the right word, is like the I most. I would say basketball. Basketball, okay. Because it overlaps. Yeah. Mm, you know, it overlaps. Sense. Yeah. You know, so so and you can I, mean, I can understand the head basketball coach being upset because if he's got a varsity basketball player that's on the football team, well, we're not going to see. He's not going to see that basketball player until two or three weeks in, and by yeah. the time he gets into the swing of things. You know, the season's right. almost over. Right. You know, so the head basketball coach would be the one that I can see as being, 
you know, more upset or having issues with it. Baseball is perfect for it. Yeah, because it's ba- yeah. completely yeah. offset. Yeah, it's right? at the end of the year. You know, so that so if he's if he's a varsity baseball player, then you know, finish the year with football. When baseball season starts, you can go to baseball athletic period. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, you know, we all did it, so it's not. Not that big of a deal. Which is great because you're still keeping in shape. You're still going to the weight room. Right. You're still right. running. Exactly. You know, so. you're not, you're not uh, you know, sitting at home eating bonbons. <laughs> yeah. Which would be my option. Yeah, it's a great yeah, option, by the I way. I would choose that one. It's a good one. It's a good one. Easily my favorite. All right, guys. All right. You guys got any on. more other questions? Phil, thank you for being here, man. Uh, nah. Nah. I was like, he, he, yeah. he answered every one of the extra questions that I had and the okay. answers. Like, it was perfect. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Like, everything I no, thought of hey, was... I just, I just appreciate you guys um, no, having Phil, me. No, seriously, thank you, um, dude. Rocco, you're the man. You're still as good-looking as you were in high school. Not as good-looking <laughs> as you, brother. Not as good-looking as you. No, I appreciate you guys. And, yeah, of course, and this man. thing, this this podcast is super cool. Thanks, um, brother, man. Thanks, yeah, man. Yeah, I appreciate think the you. world of it. Um, and you guys will definitely have my support. Thank you, dude. And I, you right know, I love to chime in whenever you guys are on it. Yeah, um, man. So yeah, I think it's awesome, I and I wish you guys the best. Yeah. We'll have Catch a re- maybe we'll season. have a yeah. maybe we'll have a recap after yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. after the season. Can, can yeah. we? Can clothing be optional? Oh, absolutely, oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's kind of hot. Yeah, I'm like transparent. Well, you're, if I take my shirt <laughs> off, like well, you're wearing slacks. <laughs> you don't want to see all that. <laughs> Cole Hans, and you got a you got a super tight undershirt West underneath that thing. Oh god! And then you got an outer layer. And this guy's covered in Nike head to toe. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Did what are you those raid, shoes again? Who did you say made those shoes? These are Kohans. Kohans. Yeah, did you raid LeBron's closet before you came over here, bro? <laughs> What's going on, man? I'm surprised you're not wearing the uh, above-the-knee short. Negative. Absolutely not. You'll do never you catch still, me in that. Do you still shave your legs? I bet you 10 Absolutely. bucks you do. Absolutely. Yeah. It's oh, aerodynamic. It's so sexy. It's the a, kids ask me, Coach, why do you shave? Like I said, because it just looks good. It's more aerodynamic. Yeah, yeah it just exactly. looks good. It can run faster. It's not good being hairy. When I'm walking through the halls, I cut through the wind better <laughs> <Exactly>. than you do. <laughs> yeah, so. Really, Coach? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Try it out that's sometime. One, that's 100% yeah. accurate. So this was awesome. I appreciate you guys. Phil, that was awesome. Really Again, you. congratulations. Thank you. You were an awesome guest. Thank you, man. I hope you guys liked it. I hope it wasn't boring. That was, no, dude, that was excellent, no, this dude. Was awesome. Was like perfect. I said, I had a whole awesome. bunch of extra questions. We're going to have you on when your season is done. We're going to. Sweet. Let's do it. Playoffs, Absolutely, bro. After the playoffs are done, you're a dude, free man. If, when they make playoffs, we should go cover the game. Dude. Yeah. That yeah. would be. Yes, dude. How about a pre interview? Pre interview, dude. Halftime interview, post interview. Yes, dude. You heard it here first, everybody. Yes. Exclusive rights. Can we have a booth at the thing? Absolutely. There's tons of them. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Be there, there, man. We'll be there. Awesome. You got to bring Absolutely. the beat laboratory, though. Yeah, the beat lab yeah. is coming. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. Inter- oh, Entertainment man, 720. Yeah. Do it worldwide. <laughs> oh, God. I All feel right. like a unicorn. Oh, what is I feel like I'm looking like, at a unicorn. I can't even look at you right now, Brendan. <laughs> I laughed. It was like Jesus and Fergie. Yes. <laughs> I laughed so hard I almost fell off my dinosaur. <laughs> oh God! Oh my God! Hey Phil, oh. I'll go upstairs and I'll grab my samurai sword. We'll go outside. <laughs> we'll go outside and cut my tree down. That's funny, dude. All right, everybody. Anything All else, right. Phil? Anything, Anything else you want to say? I'm good. Good luck to the Burbank Bulldogs. Good luck to the Burbank Bulldogs. We wish you nothing but the. We go wish Burbank. you dog nothing pound. but the best. Dog pound. Hashtag dog pound, guys.
All right, right. guys. Well, that was it. Thank you so much. Uh, Thanks for for tuning in. Thanks for Phil for being here. Thanks again for Rocco. Thanks to all all of you listening. Um, Go follow us on socials. Uh, We're on everything. Email is double a sports show at gmail.com. Double spot out one a sports show at gmail.com. Go leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you're hearing. And yeah, that's about it for me. Yeah, man. Remember, guys, leave us comments. Let us know how we're doing. Shoot yeah. us uh, emails into the show if yeah. you liked anything we said, like something we didn't say, all that good stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Later, right. everybody. All that right. was it. Peace. Later.